0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Brilliant to have you back, Simon Alicia, here in beautiful Melbourne, Australia, joined by a special guest today. I'm joined by Paras, who is a partner solutions architect at Amazon Web Services. Welcome, Paras. Thanks for having me, Simon. Good to have you here. Now, you are here to help us dive a little bit more deeply into a service called the Database Migration Service, which is a really useful service for migrating data around, particularly in databases. And we all know that data has gravity. But before we get to that, you've got a, a really interesting background. So I just thought it might be worth you spending a, a couple of minutes just to tell our listeners sort of how you got to where you are now.
1: Sure. So I've been at Amazon for a little over four and a half years now. I started as a Solutions Architect. Uh, in the Amazon Seller Services organization, where I was helping customers with uh, architecting solutions around Amazon Seller Services products, such as Fulfillment by Amazon, Amazon Web Store, and so on. A little over two years ago, I moved into Amazon Web Services as a uh, partner solutions architect, and my job at AWS is to support partners and customers architect for high availability and scalability and, and all the best practices around AWS Uh, you know, on the AWS platform, right? So uh, that's my core job.
0: Awesome. And it's uh, some good stuff to do. Now, I know you've done a lot of work with customers around database migrations in particular. How did that happen? Did you you wake up one day and said, hey, I want to migrate databases? uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, when I started at Amazon, uh, you know, sometime around April 2015, uh, you know, we would get into these architecture conversations with customers around, you know, application migration, Modernization, uh, application performance improvement, and every time we talk about uh, you know database migrations, right? There was always this uh, concern around you know how do we migrate uh, a database without any downtime, right? And uh, you know we would go back to the drawing board and we would figure out all sorts of options and how do we go about migrating a live database uh, that's uh, being accessed by a live application. Right, so one of the ways was you know well, you could start fresh, but uh you know that really wasn't an answer for customers that were already running applications uh on prem or in the in the a w s cloud so um uh, you know, we were never satisfied with the status quo, and at ReInvent 2015, we announced the Database Migration Service, uh, which essentially helps you migrate from, uh, you know, from from your existing uh, on-prem uh, database or you know wherever you have it, into the AWS cloud without any downtime. Right. So finally, I was able to give the answer that you know we we all like, which is you know to have the ability to migrate uh, from one database to another. Uh, with uh, you know zero downtime, so uh, you yeah. know beginning when I started that journey we 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 started to uh, work with customers and and customers really loved uh, the ability to do exactly that
0: and that's that, that no downtime thing is really important because there are certain databases which you just you know having them offline is a problem It's interesting when you think about migration often we think about snowball where you can shift eighty terabytes or snowmobile where it's right. you know, hundreds of petabytes and and that sort of stuff but we're talking here about um, in many cases, significant databases, but being migrated online. Why do we see customers wanting to do this? Like what's what, what's the why in this equation that we're looking at?
1: So with 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 AWS, you know, specifically in, specifically in the context of RDS, right? If you think about it, uh, customers can quickly provision databases, right? So in the previous world, you always had to, uh, you know, essentially procure hardware, right? Wire it up. Uh, install your databases, configure them, configure all the networking around it, uh, configure the VPC, the security groups, right? Uh, most of that is gone, uh, you know, is, is not required to be done with uh, AWS RDS, right? So, a uh, task tasks that we often refer to as uh, the undifferentiated heavy lifting is all taken care of by RDS. So, you know, some of the advantages that, you know, our customers often benefit from are the ability to quickly provision databases, uh, the ability to be able to use multiple availability zones, so that way, if one availability zone has an outage or has a problem, the other availability zone could you know quickly pick it up, and then uh, customers also love the ability to rapidly scale, having uh, patching done automatically, you know, being able to have uh, read replicas created easily, and you know, with with uh, you know with S3 being the back end for most of it, right, for all of it, mm-hmm. um, you know, the ability to have uh, uh, high durability, point-in-time recovery, and, you know, having detailed metrics with CloudWatch, right? So these are some advantages where we see, that, you know, customers are really interested in moving uh, into the AWS
0: uh, RDS, uh, into the AWS cloud. For sure, for sure. And, and so... There are actually two related tools we want to talk about. One is the Database Migration Service, or or DMS, and the other one is the Schema Migration Tool. So let's maybe touch on both um, at a high level for our listeners. Firstly, Database Migration Service. What what does it do?
1: Sure. The AWS Database Migration Service helps you migrate uh, databases to AWS easily and securely. Uh, The advantage, right, as we spoke, uh, was essentially around having uh, zero downtime, which means that the database, the source database remains fully operational during the migration, minimizing downtime to applications that rely on the database, right? Uh, So really just
0: doing a a cutover versus a a sort of copy process. The copy is happening while the database is running live and then you you choose the, the moment of your choosing to do the cutover. Exactly,
1: and, and we, we rely on uh, change data capture, which is basically native functionality that most you know commercial grade databases provide. So that way, we are not you know putting additional load on your source database, and we are relying on the change data capture, uh, in order to uh, you know copy over any changes that happen uh, to the database after the initial set of data is migrated.
0: Fantastic. Now obviously that's that's great in a, a like versus like world, but we increasingly see customers who are not just moving their database from on-premises into the cloud, but they're also changing the particular database engine they want to use. And that's where our old friend the schema migration tool comes into play. So maybe tell us a little bit about that.
1: Right, the AWS Schema Migration Tool is is basically a desktop utility that you can download uh, for free from our website. Uh you know, it helps you automate many database schema and code conversion task while migrating from you know one database uh, to another, right? So you know if you think about it, uh, you know there are two types of migrations, right? One is a homogeneous migration uh, from wherein you know you're moving from an Oracle into an Oracle database. So you might have an Oracle mm-hmm. uh, database on-prem, uh, and you might have an Oracle. Uh, you want to move to the same engine, right? So uh, you can easily use DMS and SCT to do that uh, to convert schemas and uh, code. Uh, or basically move schemas and code. Uh, with heterogeneous migrations, you could move from an Oracle into an Aurora uh, database, which is our uh, you know, AWS uh, version. Uh, it's our... Uh, version of the, uh, My, it's MySQL compatible version, right? That we've built on top of uh, AWS. And um, uh, with heterogeneous migrations, you can essentially move from, you know, Oracle to Aurora or SQL Server to Aurora. Uh, so this is exactly the you know, schema options. conversion tool really helps you.
0: Exactly. It's, a, it's that sort of mix and match type approach. Now the schema conversion goes through and looks at uh, what it can convert. Is it a 100% Gets everything or is it sort of gets us close to the mark? What, what do you typically see with customers?
1: So with schema conversion tool, you know, what, what the tool really does is, is uh, you know, as soon as you start up the tool, right, you basically connect the source and the target. So, you know, let's take an example of a SQL server that's your source and Aurora being your target. So with the schema conversion tool, the first thing that you would do is to connect uh, you know, the, from the tool, you would connect to the source and the target, and then at that point, we run an analysis. We run an analysis on what can be converted and what can't be. Right, where we found issues, and then based on that, we provide recommendations uh, to uh, users on what they should be doing in order to remediate some of the uh, you know issues. Right. And that primarily happens because not every, uh, you know, especially if you think about stored procedures, right? Not all -hmm. all types of stored procedures or all types of variables within the stored uh, stored procedures are supported on the target database. So we will give you recommendations on what you do. Uh, The way I, you know, see customers using it, uh, usually once they have run the schema migration tool, then they have a nice little report that they can use, you know, to essentially uh, look at all the, Uh, schemas that we were able to convert successfully and all the recommendations that we provide, right? And from that point, it becomes a sample. You know, you could use that um, as a sample project plan, essentially, to, uh, to, you know, to... uh, Uh, to plan your migration project.
0: Well, yeah, it it, it helps you sort of understand the order of magnitude of what you're dealing with. You know, is this a a significant conversion where you need to change potentially hundreds of triggers or store procedures or is it just one or two and it's half an hour of work and and away you go or or anything in between? Um, What are some some of the common uh, replication pairs or or conversion pairs that we see as in sort of source database to destination database? What, What are you seeing customers doing a lot of?
1: So what we're seeing is, you know, customers moving from, uh, you know, SQL Server, Oracle, you know, the usual uh, commercial engines, right, that tend to be heavy on licensing. And, uh, you, know, is, uh, you know, we see customers moving a lot into Amazon Aurora, right, which is uh, AWS's uh, fastest growing service till date. Uh, so we see a lot of customers moving from, you know, commercial grade databases into open source databases like the Amazon Aurora, we also see customers moving from uh, you know data warehouses, right? So if you think about mm. Oracle data warehouse, Teradata, Netezza, Greenplum, a lot of these customers are now looking to move to into Amazon Redshift, uh, you know, which basically allows you, you know, gives you a pay as you go uh, model, right? Rather than having you locked into any kind of a licensing term or, or fees.
0: Yeah, and it gives you a lot more flexibility than you would have had with those, those those previous options. So certainly, it's not just it's not just interesting. It's not just lift and shift. It's more um, lifting the data and optimizing how it's being used by taking advantage of, of lower cost, higher performance, more flexible solutions. Correct. That's right. So you deal with a lot of customers in your role um, doing this type of work. What are some of the considerations you recommend customers take before they start a database migration?
1: Yeah. So the way I look at it, right, is is basically, uh, you know, uh, the first thing is time considerations, right? P- you know, customers should think about, you know, are there any hard dates that, you know, th- uh, they have for the migration? Are there any, you know, for example, right, I, I had a customer once where, you know, they had a you know, large renewal fee coming up in the next, you know, eight months or so, and they really wanted to see if they could move away from uh, a commercial database engine into Amazon Aurora, right? So that is one. Uh, and then, the second one, you know, mm-hmm. this is the planning time you need, right? You need to plan it out, you know, uh, it's usually two to three weeks is all it takes for you to plan out, uh, you know, a large database, right? On and, and migration path towards it. The other considerations that I think about is, is database considerations, right? Uh, how many schemas do you want to move? Uh, how many tables do you want to move? You know, are there any specific engine types that you want to move to? Uh, what are the users' roles and permissions? And, and, and this may... You know, your database migration project may be a very good uh, time for you to, you know, check on uh, all the right permissions, right? So it's, it's a great way to uh, enforce the permissions of least privilege, right? That's how AWS sure. works, right? Sure. Um, so this is a great time to revisit your permissions to make sure that, you know, only applications and users that are authorized to have access do have access the mm-hmm. other consideration that i would think uh, and i have seen customers think about uh, network considerations right uh, what access do you need to provide right what firewalls do you need to open what you know tunnels vpns uh, think about vpcs uh, think about which security groups you want to open right um, and then the final one uh, is the requirements right uh, what is your engine selection criteria which tables do you need to move uh, do you move do you need to move all tables to one target or you didn't need to move to multiple targets because with the database migration service you could move uh, multiple sources into one target uh, which is commonly you know seen in the data warehousing world right for example if you had a lot of uh, databases on-prem and you want to essentially run uh, large queries right you could essentially use the database migration service to move those into amazon redshift and then you know run your large data warehousing queries right over there right uh, so, so these are all some considerations that you, you know, I would recommend customers to think about as they plan out their database migration.
0: Yeah, so that's so about doing adequate and appropriate planning, but also thinking about different options that you have in terms of your destinations that may not have been apparent before. And I think that also ties into also right-sizing the instance types you use when you reach the cloud, because just because you ran a particular database on a particular type of hardware or a number of CPUs, right. On-premises doesn't mean that's where it should be in the cloud. You could you could use bigger, you could use smaller. It's, it's, there's lots of optimizations to be had, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
0: And so how do customers best get started? Where do they, where do they find out more about the database migration service and the like?
1: So, you know, customers could go to aws.amazon.com uh, slash DMS. And you know this is our uh, you know, opening page where we provide information about the service itself. So on that, you know, you, you can uh, go and look at the pricing. Basically, you pay for the replication instance, and then there are some uh, you know specific pricing around the um, the instance types that you use, and then some data transfer. You know, which is really minimal. But I would you know recommend customers to go and look at the pricing so that they are aware of what's coming down the road, right? And then the other one, uh, you know, on that page itself, on uh, on the on the page that I mentioned, you can also get to the schema conversion tool. Uh, you know, this is where you can download the schema conversion tool for uh, you know Mac or you know if you have a Windows machine, you could essentially go here and download uh, the schema conversion tool. We also have it in uh, a Linux version, uh, Ubuntu Linux. So that's a you know for customers that are using. Uh, that operating system, you could you could get your tool
0: on that, right? Fantastic. Uh, and that's free to use. There's, there's no cost involved in that. The schema conversion tool, Gamma, yes, go. that's right.
1: Yeah, that's free to use. Uh, there is no uh, licensing fee. The only thing that we ask for customers is that one of the endpoints uh, must be on AWS, right? Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Paras, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing that insight. It's been really good having you on board. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks very much. And thanks, everyone, for listening. As always, we do love to get your feedback, Podcasts at amazon.com. And until next time, keep on building.